Welcome back or welcome to the Credible Teacher Podcast. I'm Mike. In this episode of The Lesson with Dan, we share with you eight reasons risk takers are likely to be more successful. Now, obviously, success looks different to different people. However, this is just one take from an article we found on why people that take risks will be, quote unquote, more successful. We appreciate you being here, listening to the podcast, and really hope that you gain something from this. So thank you so much for being here, and let us know how we can improve the podcast. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Welcome back to the Credible Teacher Podcast. This is a lesson with Dan. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Yeah. I think I'll get by. Yeah. I told uh, my wife the other day, we were driving the car, I said, uh, I'm finding Danny like cotton candy. Yeah, I haven't used the, I haven't used that one in life in general. It's such a good one. I feel like I need to start using it just. Everyone, and every day, everyone loves a good rhyme. Yeah. All right. What are we What are we learning about today? Oh, Daniel? we're gonna learn about risk. Eight reasons risk takers are more likely to be successful. Ooh. Um. And this was written uh, from or the article's from LifeHack.org, and it's written by Casey. I'm gonna try and pronounce this. Imafidin. I believe it's an. It's I M A F I D O N. I'm a fighting. Okay. Something like that. Anyway, um, and so I'll get right into it. Basically, he starts out by saying that uh, there are people that sit on the sidelines and people that will take the risks. And while some people sit there dreaming and the others are out there doing, uh, dreamers tend to be a little bit more conservative or they're afraid to yeah. jump off and take the risks. Um, but the ones that are willing to jump into something with both feet are oftentimes the ones that are more successful. And here is the eight reasons why they're more likely to be more successful. The first one is they experience a passion in every risk they take. So they, mm. whatever they're, whatever risk they're going to take, they, it, they're drawn to it. So they're bound to put more energy and effort into it to make it work or be successful. You know, you don't take a risk for something that doesn't interest you or think that can work, right? Um, so, mm. um, since you're with risk comes a fire, a burning push to keep you going and reach the finish line. Most times, people who are adventurous are the ones who take risk. They are ignited with a zeal to reach new heights, and such zeal empowers them to be more creative and prepared to win. Um, number two is that they stand out. People who take risks are bold. Somehow this courage is shown and endearing. With courage also comes confidence and alertness. When every other person withdraws, they are willing to stay in. This makes risk takers leaders as they are anointed to be by their own self. Gosh, I just, I'm just, I love all of this. It's so interesting to me. Like, it's crazy because it, it to me, I agree. It's interesting, but it's, it's really simple yet we're still myself included still afraid to do certain things right even though the outcomes can be so great i know and i'm i'm what's really interesting to me is how 
how does one get to that place where they begin taking the baby risks that lead to the bigger ones? Right. You know? Well, like, I think it's about confidence, too. It's all mashed together. I don't, it's like all part of it because what I'm found, what I'm finding, which, uh, like this is in my own little world, I'm finding these like mini, like I started this podcast a couple of years ago. It's like, you know, like that was something that was like risky for me, you know, like recording my voice, putting it out there and seeing what had happened. But now, but ever since I started that, which was like actually before that was the just starting Instagram, starting to write something and post it for other people to see, like that was a giant risk then. Like, right. For me, I was like, "Oh my gosh, what are people gonna say? Who cares? What's what's my perspective?" Like, it's it's not like that many people are really reading it anyway right now. But but it was a little risk, and now it's three years later, and you're TikTok famous. Well, let's not go that far, but but like, but now it's like it's like a snowball, right? It's been like it totally. It it just is. All the little risks add up, and now. You just start to take other ones because you started somewhere. What, mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. It's just interesting the the psychology behind what gets you there in the first place. And anyway, I like this next one. The next one is that people that take risks, they gain knowledge. What I like about this one is that if you're going to jump off into something, it's because you're interested in it. And so you are going to learn it, maybe not inside and out, but you're going to put as whatever you can into it. And so the more knowledge that you have, the better position you're going to be to make more decisions down the line. Um, but he, he says here, the, the pain that you don't, or the pain that you know, doesn't hurt. It's the, geez, can I talk here? <laughs> it is actually what you don't know that hurts you. Knowledge is vital to success. Risk takers are able to identify such knowledge because they're willing to undergo a process that will provide such knowledge. Uh, through such knowledge, they can navigate future steps and sail through difficult waters. So again, knowledge is power, gives you more perspective, all of that fun stuff. Mm. Uh, number four, they pursue success. Uh, risk takers know that success won't fall in your lap. You have to chase and hunt for it. That is what they do when they take risks. They're shooting for the sky amidst the storm. Through that chase, they find seemingly rare opportunities that may never have been found if they had waited. And I, I think that's one of the tough ones for, well, for me specifically, is that you have to go, like, rarely do risks come and, like, land in your lap. Right. To where you're, you know, you're you're sitting there with a decision. You know, usually you kind of have to, you have to seek them out. And, you know, if you're interested in something, find out what it is, what it takes to do or to get into and, figured out and and that's where you know that that's when doors start to open to where you can you can start to calculate where and how you want to take your risks i think um number five they're not afraid of failure as we've talked about a couple of times more risk you take the less you see anything that can stop you you're practically unstoppable because risk taking has strengthened your will to keep on going no matter what Fear is a mental block that hinders many from achieving their dreams and becoming successful. But risk takers do not feel that fear. They are unstoppable. And which that's um, that's one that I've started to to learn because again I haven't always had the confidence, but I'm getting to the point where I'm getting more and more confident about who I am and how I do things. 
And I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, why not me? You know, why, yeah. why, why is it that somebody else can make something successful? Why, why can't I jump in? That it's just a, figure it out? yeah, it's, it's like the illusion of, I mean, there's so many illusions that we could talk about. Like what's, what's like the illusion of time is an interesting one to me, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, that is a doozy. I mean, it's like, it's hard to even describe, but like, that's an illusion, but like, it's the same thing with what we're capable of doing to some extent, you know, like, you know, yes, we all have strengths. We all have, there's certain things that we are just really, you know, good at, whether it's, if you, if you think it's like a God given talent or not, but like, but we, everybody has like a strength, something they're good at, mm-hmm. like something, mm-hmm. you know, that you're passionate about or that you even just enjoy that you're maybe not that good at. Um, but like to to then understand that and then actually do something about it and take the risk to like continue to like hone that thing or or want to do something with it, that's a whole other thing, you know, a whole right. other a whole other like thought process, really. Um, but yeah, it's it's an illusion that we that we cannot. And I'm working on this because I've. I I've heard, and this is where meditation is so beneficial. But like, the negative self talk that I experience as a young person, you know, just on my surroundings, like this is, I mean, this is like the environment that you grew up in creates, you know, many right. of the thoughts that you have, the things that you do, the things you eat, you know. And so, as a young person, there's a lot of negative self talk about like what I was not capable or not capable of doing, and like through meditation over like the last five, six years for me, it's like I am now able to be aware of that self-talk at a level that I've never been aware of before. And I can poke holes into that mental thought process Mm -hmm. so much quicker and be able to be like, oh, that's silly. Like that's a crazy thought. Right. I wonder where that one came from. Because it's because it's just an it's just an illusion, right? It's like my my mind is telling me what it is. I mean, it's a constant battle. Like I, I I it happens. I'm it's I'm I still succumb to it. I'm sure you know subconsciously, but like that's part of it for me. Which is so strange. I mean, that's so strange that our body literally does that. Like tells us that we can't do certain things when we are fully capable of doing them. Right. I don't know. I mean, just the the whole thing about confidence and what it actually is is really, it's it's an illusion, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of people way more intelligent than us that know a lot about more about this, but I'm obviously I'm just speaking from my personal experience, but I feel like that's I feel like it's something I've heard a lot about, like this this self talk, you know, this 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 is what this is what I'm thinking, you know, mm-hmm. it just makes sense, but. Okay. Anyway, number six, um, they set a higher standard. Risk takers are prided with dreaming big. It all starts from a particular reward attained from a particular venture. Risk takers want to get more after attaining something worthwhile from previous actions they took. With every risk comes the will to be above average and trudge into newer and undefined territories. Um, which I think makes sense. I mean, you know, if you think about. Uh, buying a business or something like that, just to pull one out of my head, out of my pocket. Um, you, you, you go into it assuming that it's going to go well and that you can grow it and 
it's going to get better and better. Like you, you have these thoughts that things are going to grow. Um, so yeah, so setting a higher standard. Um, number seven, they learn all the way through. It is not simply about knowledge. They discover themselves and harness their own inner strength. The truth is that against certain opinions, it will be more important to know that risk takers are not stupid. They're smart because of the learning, <clears throat> excuse me, because of the learning and knowledge they garner through many processes, they are able to understand what they can take and what they cannot take. They don't just dip themselves into every risk. Rather, they dip themselves after pursuing the areas and dimensions of what they are about to pursue. Then they go after it. Um, another way to say they're calculated risks. Yeah. Um, and the last one here, number eight. They change and have high adaptability. There's nothing static with risk takers. They attain more freedom and flexibility. They are not found wanting as risk helps them to either define a change or adapt to a change. Risk takers can never be stuck with the tide. Rather, they move with it and set the tone for even bigger changes. Um, granted, doing something different could mean discomfort and redirection, yet getting out of that comfort zone is that which will bear a mark and bring it to your life you want bring it to you the life you want this is why risk takers will always rule gosh what are they ruling what are they ruling did you say? what are they what are they ruling oh right let's right. get philosophical here yeah they're, they're <laughs> ruling a capitalistic society uh, I, I, on a serious level, I think they're just, I think it's, it's really more about being happy. At least that's how I view it. Right. I, I like agree. I, if I look at taking risks, which I need to take way, like way more, like through these podcasts over the you know, the last few months of doing this, like the ones we talk, when we talk about risks specifically, mm -hmm. I'm like, I gotta take more risks. Like I gotta do it. Cause it's, cause that's literally right. just the way that you grow. Right. Which, I mean, I think I'm taking baby steps to do yeah, that kind of can, stuff. And you can do them in a multitude of ways. You know, they don't right. have to be like giant right. platforms of yeah. life-altering scenarios. Right. Um, Good point. But, yeah. but like... I agree. The The tough part is that I, I it, it requires a level of consciousness or like forethought. You know, you can't just wake up and be like, all right, I'm going to take some risks. What are we going to do? You know, like... <laughs> well, you can do that, but... <laughs> that might not really go that well. Uh, fair enough. Um, but it's it which it, defeats it, the purpose. Well, right? there, there's just a lot of hustle and bustle throughout every single day. You know, we fight. We put ten pounds of stuff in a five pound bag every single day, and so there isn't a whole lot of time, uh, unless you're really planning to do it, to to think about how you want to take risks. You know, mm -hmm. like you have to like consciously sit down and make a list or. Think of scenarios that you'd like to put yourself into. Yeah. Know. Yeah. The, I mean, in the again, going back to to kind of how we started is like, I think it leads to just overall well being. You know, like if you are someone that is willing to take risks in a, you know, in a. Um, I don't know, positive way or like a healthy way, we'll say, it's going to 
oddly enough, lead to a sense of well-being, which will lead to happiness, which will lead to happiness for those around you, which mm-hmm. will like. It's just it creates. It seems as though like it would. I'm working on this, but like it seems it's just going to create a better environment for the person taking the risks and the people around them, you know, mm-hmm. which I mean, we could all, we could all have more people in life that are like that. Right. Well, again, no matter what the risk is, no matter in what scenario or situation, automatically it's going to give you more perspective. Right. You know, um, because I go back to something that I've shared here before where what was one one of the, well, I don't know if it's considered a risk, but it's going outside of my comfort zone was when I got scuba certified. Yep, yep. Um, it just, it, it adds a whole other element to who you are. And so, right. I don't know. I think I think risk, no matter how small or, or, or silly or abstract, it just helps develop you and give you a new perspective. Yeah. I shared this with you, uh, but like I'm going through to get my master's and this program and uh, it's daunting. It was a quick decision and throughout this podcast, I've thought about it a lot. It was like, oh, this makes sense, you know? It's a pretty big risk. Yeah, but... I shouldn't say risk necessarily. it, it, It is... I mean, it is, like, this is the weird part about it. It is from, like, a financial and potentially, which isn't even that big, like, honestly, like, comparatively. But, like, but more of, I think it's more of a risk to my ego, right? Like, I've told a few people now, I mean, the podcast, but, like, a few people that I'm doing it, uh, it's an 18-month program. It's going to be a lot of work, um, you know, just... I'm already knowing my time management skills are going to be improved. And, you know, I'm I'm looking at the program like, wow, this is like daunting to think about it over the next 18 months. But then I I actually started a journal, which I never like legitimately started a journal, but like I started a journal because I was having all these like intense, my mind was racing of like, well, what if this happens? And if I get this, if I get this admin license, do I have to, do I have to be a principal? And this what is that life like? Or, you know, like I was having yeah. all of these thoughts about what my life is going and how am I going to balance that time with my family? Like, am I ready to go from this days of the year to that number of days of the year? Like all this stuff was happening in my mind. And so I wrote it all out and I come to the, I came to the conclusion that I am the person designing my life. Like I am the one that's going to be, and with my family obviously involved, but like I'm going to be the one that ultimately makes the decision of whether or not I'm willing to take that position and have my life change in that way, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm, and, and I lost that for a little bit while I was doing it. And and so, yes, it's a risk, but yet in many ways it's, it's so, it's such a calculated risk for me, you know, like the money aspect. Yeah. Worst case scenario, I hate the program. It goes terribly and I, I, I lose a couple grand, right? right. right? I mean, you know, uh, but but best case scenario, and this is where the risks come in, right? The best case scenario, I'm subjecting myself and my and my family really, and to to 
a 18 months where I'm going to learn about leadership, learn about what it means to be a leader at a school or a district. Um, like, and then all the skills that go along with it. Like I, I, I tell students all the time at school, it's like, it's, it's way more about what you're learning. It's, it's way more than that. It's about the skills that are, and I, and I really believe this and I say it a lot. It's not about you learning how to pull details out of a piece of a writing and create a central idea it is to a certain extent, but it's also about the fact that you had to focus to read this. You had to communicate with another person to work on this together. You had to think about it this way. You had to use this. You had to manage your time. If it was homework, you had to manage your time to do this outside of the classroom. You had like there's a, there's a multitude of other skills that are involved in mm-hmm. every single task that we are asked to do in a school or whatever, it doesn't matter. And so I thought about this program in that way. It's like, okay, yes, I'm going to get a piece of paper at this, at the end that says I am, have, I hold a license to have, hold these positions at, uh, excuse me, at a school and or district or whatever. Like I, I'll be able to have, be this leadership position technically, but the skills that I'm going to be learning along the way are what are really going to like, be a benefit to me Mm -hmm. and and that's the risk i'm taking i think you know it's like i'm putting myself in a position to force myself to manage my time better i already am like managing my time more strictly as a result of this and that's going to benefit me forever yeah potentially i mean just it's just one but anyway i wanted to share that because i that's what i think like this is my current risk, like one of my big, like bigger risks I'm taking. And even if I fail, I'll learn something from it. It's just so much easier said than done. You know, it's like easy to say, like, well, I'm gonna take this risk, I'm gonna fail, and it's gonna be great because I'm gonna learn from it. And but it's an entirely different thing to actually, again, take the risk, go into it, knowing that you're gonna have to experience that thing that that was easy to just talk about before. <laughs> right. Right. So anyway. That's what that's where I'm at with it. But well, I love it. Good for you. Well, I'm excited I to j- see what comes from. I it. just started. Um, yeah, I just started, but it's going to be a challenge, and uh, it's going to be a good challenge. And I think I'm going to learn a lot from it. And if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Yeah, that's yeah. And and like the other thing is that, like I can't. I'm. I, if I'm telling my my own children to do it or to take risks, and I have to model that, you know, like, and I know that, and so that's part of the the whole situation too for me. So anyway, but we'll see what comes of it. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, excited for you. Yeah, it'll be fun. Anything else for the greater good, Daniel? Oh, I'm good. I think that's enough. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you tuning in. Thank you so much for being here. If you have anything else that you want us to talk about, find a good article or a topic to uh, share, please share that with us. You can find me on social um, and all that good stuff. So thank you so much, and have a super day.
Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It means a lot. I have two favors from you. One, rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it. That'd be great. I need it. I'd love that. And two, I created a teacher survey about understanding what attributes our most memorable teachers had and how that made us feel. I posted on my website, thecredibleteacher.com. There's a link right on the front page. If you could fill that out, that would be amazing. And if you need to find me, I'm on social and I'm here for you. So just let me know what you need. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you.